the boys were called edgy. Told they'd never make it past five episodes. Well, here those podcast jerks are. Back for season two. The Boys in the Woods podcast. The show your mother warns you about. And that your dad is hiding in the basement listening to. Get ready for the Boys in the Woods podcast. From the doldrums. Yeah. So if there's any, just, just going to apologize ahead of time, Charles, you already know that you already know the audio issues. If we're having any audio issues, this is a, this is an actual virtual interview for me. Charles is actually in his studio. I'm in a hotel room. So just so anybody's wondering why the audio for me sounds a little sketch. Yeah. Exactly. And of course, if any of this audio made you laugh and you felt like, hey, I want one of those hats or T-shirts, you could always find any of them on Boys in the Woods 906.shop. That's Boys in the Woods 906.shop. That's Boys in the Woods 906.shop. What a weekend, bro. It was nuts. For one, there is a reason this trophy is sitting here right now. There's a reason on the fantasy football Facebook pickums, I'm in the top 5%. Gator knows how to play. And if you had had heard what, what I was talking about and actually listened to me, I would have called you a fool because I didn't believe what I was saying either. I cannot believe those games ended up the way they did. The Baltimore game, I'm not so shocked about. Um, the Lions game. I don't know if I'm shocked or disgusted. Disapp- disappointed, probably disappointed. a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm disappointed in the 49ers. I was very disappointed in the 49ers. They didn't come to play in the first half, which which blows my mind. I mean, and the, the really poopy thing was, is that the first half football the Lions played was exactly what, the Green Bay Packer game should have looked like. I was going to say it looked a lot like the Packers' first half versus the Niners. It really did. The, the only difference was is that Green Bay started to capitalize in the second half, and the Lions stayed in the locker room trying to get hotel rooms for their families in Las Vegas. Did you happen to see Gardner Johnson waving goodbye? Yeah, dude, come on, man. Sick. What Sick a, thing. Seven yeah. minutes left in the second quarter or something like you that. You don't do that. Disgusting. That's karma. That's karma. That's karma. There was way too yeah. much karma. The football gods were tampered with. These young, these young bloods, these young bloods out there thinking that they're bigger than the NFL, out there doing things, making people talk crazy. I've, I've been I've been seeing a little bit, and it's funny that it was brought up in our group chat, but I've been seeing a little I, bit about this taunting crap. Everything Zay Flowers did was a taunt. And that 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 play. That exact play ended up leading to the fumble, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah, but Kelsey was doing this BS that he was doing these. He was getting up close and he was mini headbutting. If you want, if you want to find the video, there's video of him mini headbutting the guy. He's under his chin. He's getting up in his face. So he was doing just as much. Was that video in talk. slow motion or live? No, it was live. No, no, I'm, I'm saying the the video clip. Is it being watched in slow motion or live? Because I'm noticing a lot that the, the internet is doing this cool thing, 
where it takes something and slows it down oh, to a frames per second oh, oh. that you, generates you to, a more positive have, projection towards an unnecessary opinion. It, but it's that? the opposite the opposite way. Are you talking about the Caitlin Clark video in perhaps? Well, there's that one too. Actually, that yeah. one is coming to mind more recently. Absolutely. You slow that down to, to 10,000 frames a second. And you're, it almost you're, looks like she, it looks like crashed. she grabs her. But slow yeah. it, slow a train hitting a car down to that many frames a second. And it looks like the car got in the way. Right. It's, yeah. like, it's like, come on, you know, but so that's, that's why I had asked, does this clip, right? Because I mean, we're talking definitive taunts, the, the, the nitpicking at times just like holds, right? There's there's holds on every play, right? more or oh, less, absolutely. on the offensive, yeah. defensive line. They're, everybody's fucking holding. When they call it, right. it's frustrating, but most of the time they call it and it's egregious. Yeah. The tiny tap to the chin, was it egregious? That's my ask. That's my ask to that question. You watch the video, I haven't. Did it look egregious? No, no, no. I'm just saying that the, the, the people that are saying, oh, it was oh, Flowers wasn't doing anything. It's like, no, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying yeah, that yeah, these yeah, people yeah. are they're, they're not looking at both sides of it. You know, well, they're absolutely. Just like, they're and they're football, not dude. they're not you taking know? into consideration was it egregious? Zay, Zay Flowers threw the fucking ball at the player and then gird him in the face. When yeah. has that ever been allowed? And I, I well, I've seen worse. When has that been allowed? Well, we know karma came back and got him anyway in the end zone. Absolutely. So. Had he just gotten up and played the game of football, he's being paid millions of dollars to do. This, this, You're not a gladiator. You're, this isn't Rome. You're catching a football. Right. Tigers weren't going to come out of the fuck at halftime and fucking start attacking people. Oh, I understand the adrenaline. You only understand the adrenaline if, is if you've never been in a place where adrenaline was needed. Oh, I felt adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, well, well, adrenaline does magical things. It doesn't make you a fucking monster, right? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get up. Go back. Do your fucking job. Because guess what happened? Now, now the entire, I mean, the entire trajectory of the game is misplaced because you decide to throw a ball at someone and yell and then get upset about it. And afterwards, did you think you scored a touchdown? Dumbest question ever, by the way. Did you think you scored a touchdown? No, I was in. Um, according, not according to that instant replay and video evidence. <laughs> what? That, there wasn't these, even a question. But yeah. these are the men. That's like the mentality of these these people, right? That's why they need rules. That's why a, a pro athletes in general. Outside yeah. of the NHL, different, different, different breed of animals. Well, you're saying they handle their stuff. You get like fist. a two and five minute major and yeah. you, you get out there and you, you, you're, you're done with it. That doesn't fit in any other sport. In no. the basketball court, what are you going to do? Have LeBron James and Steph Curry throw blows at half at half court? Assess right. each team, charges, four, yeah. assess each Lops. team for technicals. Right. What are you going to, what are you going to do in the NFL? Have a field goal kickoff? Just gonna let dudes take off the helmets and start throwing blows, and then afterwards kick a couple field goals and get back to playing. How, how does that even work, right? Like, let's use a little bit of common sense when it comes to this scenario. You're playing a game of football, you made a good play, get up, get back to your spot, get ready for the next play. What why are you doing anything else? Do your little 
thing, that's fine. All of that is fine and yeah. dandy. Do a goddamn cartwheel all the way back to the fucking huddle. Who cares? But why get in somebody's face? Why throw the football at somebody? Let alone throw the football at the referee who you're upset with about a spot. You don't think that's like people yelling at the people who make their food. Are you dumb? Just don't go back to that yeah. restaurant. The only thing I can think of is that this he's a he's a rookie, he's young. Absolutely. He, he doesn't understand the he doesn't understand the heat of the moment. Like I do get that part where he's upset, but it's like so Boston College is, must be a Boston College must be a poor university. No, no, no. What I'm thinking is this guy clearly didn't learn from the beginning no, of game one of the season until and he came until from Boston College. 20. Right. He right. came from Boston College. That's my point. Are these the type of athletes that come from Boston College? Well, we don't we don't unmentally doing that. Unmentally prepared because you don't see it come from Michigan. You do see it come from Georgia and Alabama, a few other schools down there like Florida. You know, you 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 do see yeah. these mentalities in certain parts of college football, but but I mean, you don't see it in Washington. You don't see it, and arguably, you don't see it at USC. You don't see it at UCLA. You know, at LSU, it caused LSU issues this year. So, yeah. so how is the upstairs not as important as what the upstairs is trying to make the rest of the body do? Are these organizations not taking that into account? I don't know. And, and of all coaches, you would think Harbaugh, John Harbaugh would have his team ready to play. But like I said, is it that guy went above and beyond, like you said, his actions? He went well beyond the team. need. He fucked his team. Fucked his he team literally over. could have turned his body 33 degrees and looked at the end zone and nothing would have been called. Oh, for sure. Had he turned his body 33 degrees and looked at the end zone, nothing would have well, happened. Why absolutely. not? You did that on purpose because you think it's okay. And that's never okay. That's not sportsmanship okay. That's not nothing okay. Celebrate right. with your fans. Celebrate with the team. It just makes no sense to me for it, for it to even be a conversation. And the Ravens lost that football game. That was the foundation of that pyramid. The actual pyramid itself is Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He's a regular season god, apparently. Oh, no. Well, here's the thing. We expect that kind of behavior from fans. Um, and from Eagles fans, <laughs> you know, for sure. Popcorn well, in the face. Or or if you're the owner of the Carolina Panthers, you just toss drinks <laughs> on women. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, see, just, saying it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Millionaires need happens, rules. Right? Millionaires need rules. Yeah, millionaires need rules. Us, for us sure. common middle folk have all the fucking rules. Yeah, you are y'all up there. You ain't got as many rules as we do. Yet you try to walk around like your shit don't stink half the time. It's crazy Some, to me. Someone wanted. Someone actually said this on one of. The, it wasn't a podcast. It was a. It was a comment on like an Instagram post, and it was uh It was Kelsey's brother, and he had the care. He was doing the Care Bear thing with the, you know, with the heart yeah. going out. It was a meme yeah. or whatever. Someone actually commented on the bottom and said, "I just want to know one thing." If he was to strip down naked, run down from the stands, Grab would he be arrested? Kid. No, no, no. They go, would he be arrested the same way as the guy that streaks at like a, a UEFA soccer game or a Super Bowl or a Major League Baseball World Series? Probably not. No. Probably well, not. Okay. Now, now, full context. If that dude, if Kelsey gets butt-ass naked, yes, he is. 
Now, the leniency due to the situation caused to the courtroom might be different. And that's where the top 10% sit. Whether whether we like it or not, that's what money gives you, right? Well, but I wasn't I mean, really thinking about it. I just kind of, I was but, giggling yeah. because I'm like, he went there with it. He went yeah, there with that I mean, comment. I'm like. Dude, there are shirtless football fans all over the stadium. Oh, yeah. And my, my rebuttal to that gentleman not or pants. person who, who, who made that comment would be, Okay, well, what if it was a chick in her bra who jumped out, right? Yeah. Well, there's there's plenty of comments you could have said. Yeah. You you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, go back to your damn hole, bro. That's one of them. That's one of them internet (laughs) internet moles. Oh no, no. they they troll all day every day. It's not even funny. I've I don't even. I'm gonna come up with a new new term for them. A new term for the internet yeah. trolls, or I'm gonna call them lollipops. Lollipop. They're internet lollipops. They're internet just lollipops. They're just suckers yeah. with poor flavor. They're suckers with poor flavor. Trolls don't seem to matter anymore. Snowflake no. took off like a motherfucker, right? So I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking from here on out, I'm calling them lollipops for the rest of my life. You're just a lollipop. You're a fucking sucker with poor flavor. That's got to hurt agree. way more than a troll. I agree. World of Warcraft made trolls kind of cool. So, yeah, and being a nerd nowadays, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a troll." No, now you a lollipop. You got a whole song, lollipop, lollipop, lollipop. Or the other one. <laughs> I can't. I don't think we can go there. We might get in trouble for the other lollipop song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does it have anything to do with that wet ass pussy song? No. So anyway, it's that we represent that lolly guild. <laughs> the lollipop girl. The lo- yes, yeah. lollipop has got to go off at this point. There's so much. Hashtag, guess what? You can, hashtag you can lollipop. Dude, you could Facebook lollipops all day long. That GIF system would have no idea. It would have no fucking idea. Charles just made the new gif. It's uh, it's just a lollipop instead just of like the old fucking lollipop. I used to go around to give people plants, right? No, it's not. Up. It's not eggplant emojis now. It's Charles no. is the lollipop. No, just like an actual gif of a plant. Yeah, if I know. Ever asked, yeah. Yeah. yeah, your new one is the lollipop. lollipop. Yeah. yeah, you're one hundred percent. Because now I ain't got to type. No, I just figured you've wasted enough oxygen. I'm trying to help you out. Now I just leave the lollipop. Bam. How awesome. Can you imagine how many lollipop tattoos are out there, too? I I hope universally this kicks off. I universally hope. I I pray this kicks off. Speaking of which, I was talking the other day to Mandy. I'm like, I really want to get a tattoo. And I'm like, I really hope our our natty doesn't get, because I really want to get a tattoo. Yeah. Oh no, the natty ain't going anywhere. I, I have no so. idea. I have no idea where this, where this. Okay, actually, I, I know exactly where the speculation of Michigan losing wins is going to come from. It's just. Here's here's my biggest question to that. I take away wins. What does that do? As punishment to the Charles, school, it doesn't do it. It doesn't do anything. It just hurts the kids. Okay, so even even still, even still, just definitively, without speculation, what does removing wins do? Especially when the leader of the or the the head of the NCAA came out 
and said the legitimacy of this national title is through and through. Well, no, I guess what people were saying, the only thing that comes from that is if they vacate wins, they also vacate any record that any player accrued during that time. And there was a lot of records set. Like that would that would mess up Blake Corum's touchdown record. Okay, I'm saying it it affects everything from the top down. So to me, no, it doesn't. To me, it, it affects the players that once played there. It doesn't affect the university moving forward. It doesn't affect the players on the field. It doesn't affect the coaches. It doesn't well, we affect know this because if, all it does Houston, is give the yeah. opposite fan base something to celebrate. Is that I mean, what you're going to do for a cheeseburger? No. Well, I mean that's that's it, the only yeah. thing the punishment can be. Right, this punishment is to give the opposite fan base something to cheer about. Is that what the NCAA is going to do? Because nothing about these wins is egregious, right? Because you're talking about a system where everyone was going 85 and Michigan was going 100. So if you take wins away from Michigan for doing the same thing everyone else is doing, you're now taking wins away from everyone. This is a domino effect. So you all you do is hurt the players. Does the NC, when was the last time the NCAA vacated wins? Louisville? Uh no, not, well, basketball, but the last time I can think of it, it's the SMU scandal when they got the death penalty. I think is the last time they vacated wins, or okay. maybe, oh, maybe it was maybe another football team might have got that. But so, so um, and not to not to put fact checkers on the spot. My point of asking that question is is that if it happened for fucking like it was just thrown on the table as fluently as all these random fans are throwing it on the table, right? If it happened that much. We would have a definitive memory in our lifetime or our adult lifetime of this happening. SMU's yeah. death penalty was the worst. Anything along the lines of what SMU did, did, did Michigan and Jim Harbaugh's staff do? No. I mean, have we heard the death penalty at all from the actual sources, or are we just talking from what the crack-ass fan bases are saying? Honestly, I think what North Carolina did is way worse. Cheating on tests so their players could play? Yes. Michigan's in trouble because a recruit visited during COVID and was hungry. Well, no, the other one, no, even the Connor Stallions thing, it was advanced in-person scouting. So, I mean, part two two is Michigan was going 100 while everyone else was going 85 and a 70. Where is the death penalty? Right, because if you're There's going no to death ensue, penalty. if you're going to ensue this type of punishment on Michigan for speeding while everyone else is speeding, then I mean you're, that, the I whole NCAA is gone, right? That, I don't know if you've heard any what? of the speculation. Is just it's more so sanctions and uh, obviously scholarships being lost. I don't I don't see anywhere this death penalty thing ever. I don't see any. Not of it. I don't even see time. real people, except no, nope. for fucking lollipops on the internet going yes, and exactly. doing lollipop things. And so Charles, I'm, I'm, you, I'm making Charles, stupid people famous. I was just about to say this. Just go back to your stupid people famous comment, and you'd have every single thing you need to know about this because that's all it is. Well, it's dumb people. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's like going to the grocery store and buying one hundred dollars worth of groceries and thinking, "Wow, I'm getting more now than I did four years ago." Yeah, you're you're just a lollipop. So, anywho, moving away from the lollipop, on it. Back to the lions being the same old lions. 
Yeah, yeah, we can go there. We can definitely go there. They're the same old Lions. That is what Nothing you expect changed. from the Lions. When, when the 49ers came out at halftime and they had the ball, I went, oh, this game's over. I said, I said it. When that fort, when they had when they had the ball and they're up down by fourteen, I said they score a touchdown here, the whole game changes. And I think you had it before that. You had it when they came out at halftime and they moved the ball. Time. They came out at halftime, moved the second first down they had. I kind of felt the same way you're feeling right now. It was a complete shift. It was electric. I mean, and Brock Purdy was playing damn well, and Jared Goff wasn't. Yeah, Jared Goff was playing good enough if the team around him was perfect. Right. Which is the exact reason Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl the very next year. They need to definitely talk to that boy, number eight, though. I mean, hell, he dropped two passes that would have, one of them would have set them up in field goal range. The other one would have set them up uh, to run about four minutes off the clock. Yeah. I guess I'm, I guess the bigger question I have for that is why did you throw the ball to a rookie? when you have Amon Ra St. Brown in the second half. In fact, Amon Ra St. Brown did not get the ball in the second half until well in or until just about the fourth quarter. I think and he it, did I'm drop sure, he dropped one in the third, I think. I'm pretty sure it only it only happened because the commentator literally was like Amon Ra St. Brown has one target in the second half. What's going on? So why are you throwing it to him? Why is the play even being considered for him? Because the 49ers went from zone, which Laporta was gapping the hell out of, to man-to-man because Laporta was gapping the hell out of them. Two two crossing routes would have been sufficient. Or they could have just freaking not gave the ball to Montgomery because he's not their speed back. Took him completely out of the game. Dude, he can't get to the edge. Did you not see him lose? Like I think there was three plays he lost six yards. He's too damn slow. Head coaches are stubborn, and they're passionate. But we're we're talking about we're talking about uh, Dan Campbell, Dan Big Nut, like, Dan Big Nuts Campbell. Well, yeah. we're talking about him like he's the one making the plays, and the play caller was Ben Johnson. Dan Campbell is a really good head coach, and he has really well, good coordinators that were making the play calls around it's the not, game it's, plan they created. But it's Dan Campbell's call when it's fourth down. When it's fourth down, absolutely. I mean, and, and that ha- and that happened four times. So that was a lot. That changed the game. Had Jared oh. Goff made the right play, that fourth down is no longer a question. Well, and you could say that about any fourth down. Just, any, any but that, but, but that's my point. We we oh. can't we can't sit here and 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 definitively say that that fourth down call was the wrong call because everything about it, including what Dan Campbell did all season, screams that he was going to do it. We were sitting here talking about it. I was a thousand percent sure that the only reason they didn't kick a field goal and then go for the onside kick to save time was because Dan Campbell wanted to go for two to find out if he was going to win the game with a field goal or win okay. it with another touchdown. Okay. Okay. Well, here, here's the here's where you just took your own advice and threw it out the door because why didn't he go for it when they're on the two yard line instead of kicking the field goal? And he kicked the field goal instead at the end of the half. He should have. If he was going to stick to that mentality, that was as close as you were going to get. What's what was three points going well, to? Uh, uh, that made no sense to me. Yeah, I mean, no well, sense. For, for one, they ended up losing by three points. So yeah, but it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. 
They, I mean, he he went for it on fourth down inside, or he went for it on fourth down on the on the. It would have been a thirty-eight yard field goal and a forty-yard field yeah. goal. That's six points. I mean, that matters significantly. It, it does take into effect the analytical portion of the game. No, but I'm saying there, your chances of scoring a touchdown on the two yard line mm-hmm. compared to, compared to going for it on fourth and three on the thirty five yard line or thirty seven well, yard line. And, and, well, well, tell me what the odds are. Tell me what the are they aren't they a lot better when you're on the two yard line? And we're talking you about going it. into yeah. halftime though, right? Coming out of halftime, the 49ers get the ball. So if you come out of that with no points at all, and then you give the ball right to the 49ers, that's I mean. You, I, I can't. I don't there, know. It's nothing, 20, nothing, 21 to 7. Nothing analytically. Point, I, mean, I mean, nothing analytically makes sense in, in that term. You take the point. Well, I'm saying nothing Dan Campbell did the entire game made any sense because wow. sometimes he went for it, sometimes he didn't. Sometimes he went for it, sometimes he didn't. I mean, I think they had seven you, and four I, I, know, I, I guess I'm losing you because in the playoffs, going into halftime with, with like, Zero seconds left. You take the fucking points. You don't. No, no, no. There wasn't zero seconds. They kicked the ball, but they had. The, there was like two minutes left in the half. They should have went for it. Huh. I guess. I guess that play is is the. It's yeah, there was at least the, because it's twenty-one-seven. So where did they kick the field goal? There's no way do they kick a field goal with points at twenty-one-seven. That's three touchdowns. No, they 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 went into halftime twenty-four to seven. Or with a seventeen-point lead, yeah, yeah, that's a three-score. Yeah. That's a three-score difference. Yeah, I'm saying that they the field at the end goal, of the, the half, field, but the field goal at the end of the half in that situation takes the game from a two-score game to a three-score game. Okay, sure, but why in the third quarter with six minutes to go in the third quarter do you go for that? That's that's the that makes the no sense. No, that's but the, the other that, one makes no sense either. No, the makes other, sense. Either the one other one makes sense. the other one makes definitive sense. It's the end of the half. The 49ers are getting the ball. You go up by three scores, not two. So you can't even go down and score two touchdowns and get two extra points. You gotta score two touchdowns and kick a field goal. Everything about that makes sense. The latter side of what you're saying, the next one, the fourth and two. That doesn't make sense. But if Jared Goff hits the fucking crosser, that goes for a touchdown, right? Now, fast forward to the going for it on fourth down at the end of the game, the clock was already diminishing. You had three timeouts, and you had to get the onside kick. When you okay. should have thrown the ball on third down, if you didn't get it, kick the field goal, then go for the onside kick. You've got three timeouts with a minute seven left. If your defense stops them, you get the ball back with a miracle shot. What's up? No, I was I I couldn't find a timestamp. I was trying to find a timestamp for it. Right. Um, I was gonna just try to. I was gonna give you the scenarios of what how much time was left. We already know anyway the basics. No, no matter no matter how much time is left in in that scenario going into halftime where the other team is going to get the ball and i have the opportunity to go up by three scores i'm losing my job if i don't do that the well, rest of yeah, it, i can talk you, analytics that fourth down and two if they kick the field goal they have a 39 percent chance to win if they go for it and get it or if they kick the field goal yeah they have a 39 percent chance to win 
going for it on fourth down and not getting it, they have a 38% chance to win. Well, the time on the clock has a lot to do with it, though. If there's 11 minutes to go and it's you can flip the field, I mean, they're, you give them the ball in the two-yard line, the chances of them moving the ball 98 yards is not very high. I'm saying if, if the clock does have something to do with it, whether or not you do go for it from the two-yard line. Right, but we're I'm putting more importance into being up by three scores than you are. That's where we're at an impasse. You don't think going up by three scores in a playoff game is important. That, like, that's what I'm gathering from this. You would rather shoot for the moon to try and go up by a touchdown. I'm saying if, still... your M, if your MO is to go for it and you decide not to, I'm saying that that's BS that you say you're making excuses for him to say that, hey, I'm that he was no time was he thinking with his head. And then he thinks with his head and everybody's like, ah, oh, shit, he did the wrong thing. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking at it completely different. A touchdown and yeah, a field goal. You, a touchdown you and a field goal. Different, a touchdown that's and not a what field he goal. did the whole season. I'm yeah, no, you're thinking like you would think, but that's not what Campbell did no, the whole I'm, season. But it but it's exactly what he did, right? Touchdown it's what he did, but that's not what he did all season. All season he was balls to the walls, go for it. Hell, he went for it on almost twice as many times on a fake punt than any team did in the entire season combined. I, I don't I've so the guy went for it all the time and then for him to make the decision to say ah, so you're time. mad at him that he didn't go for it and then mad at him that he did go for it I mean fuck you just mad at the guy I, there's something I can do about that I'm not I'm mad not I don't, to, I don't have I'm any not trying to make it. excuses for him they're hearing the Detroit Lions fans talk there is definitively two sides to the ball absolutely no, I'm saying if pissed you, at him and people who's not everything no, about me go ahead if you want to play the analytics game, the analytics game said would have would have been go for it on fourth and two, not kick no, the field goal. No, no, a touchdown and a field goal is the same three score difference. It's a three score difference regardless. And the and the opposite team is getting the ball in the second half. I'm telling you, if the Lions were going to receive the second half kickoff, Dan Campbell goes for it. But if you got a fucking two percent difference in this in this reality of things, you. I, bro, I, I just I've seen head coaches. You have two head coaches yeah. that keep their jobs. Don't randomly go for it at the end of the half like that, just because that's what they've done all year long. I mean, if that's what you're expecting to to somehow make the next fourth down call seem a little less painful I'm, honestly, for Lions fans, I honestly, mean, you got to get like this off. No, he went like this. I'm thinking he wanted to go for it. He didn't call. For them, the field goal unit till the last second. So I think he wanted to go for it. I think he was told to kick the field goal. I'm just saying. I think he was told to kick the field goal. Who is telling Dan Campbell to kick a field goal? Who do you think's at the game? Martha Ford? You think Martha Ford's calling down to the field and going kick a fucking field goal? Or are we talking Vegas here again? If you you don't think that there's people that tell him what to do, like upstairs, come on now. Jerry Jones Hell, is the I pro, I do He's not. telling him what to do. Jerry. That, J what? Dan you don't Campbell? think G you don't, no, you, but think you don't think G you don't think Jerry Jones if if it's a play and he wants him to do something? Are we that we're not talking about down? Jerry Jones, bro. We're talking about Martha fucking Ford. You think Martha Ford called down to Dan Mar Campbell? Charles Martha Ford is not in charge of that team. Her son is. We all know that. Oh, whatever. You think one of the Fords called down there? You think fucking Tater Tot Ford called down there and said Dan Campbell kicked the field goal? 
Why do you go like this? Why do you go like this so he could hear in his headphones then? I'm guessing because the 49er stadium's pretty loud, dude. I don't I don't know. I can't I could get on board with a lot of things. There, I don't think it was very loud. They're losing by freaking 14 points. I doubt it was very loud. I'm thinking he I'm thinking he was getting the call. I'm thinking he was getting the call. That's fine. I told you I ain't sitting on that train. That well as much as at times the NFL. Who calls the quarterbacks then? Who calls the quarterbacks? Who calls the quarterbacks? The offensive coordinator is the, upstairs. The you offensive think coordinator. The, what about when the offensive coordinator is standing right next to him? You Who's don't see him on. You don't see him on. You don't see him on the phone. What are you talking about? The oh, only yeah, time Brady. a quarterback is the only time a quarterback goes to the phone is to talk to the fucking offensive coordinator upstairs. There's not some hidden box in the NFL where the owners can get a direct line to the fucking head coach. I've never heard of this in my life. I mean, I. I I've speculated it many times with Jerry Jones, bro, but that's fucking Jerry Jones, dude. That's now we're not talking about Jerry Jones here. We're talking about the Ford family who, who's blah, blah, blah football their whole lives. I mean, again, like I said, that's you can definitively think that because Dan Campbell didn't fucking go for it on fourth down in an NFC championship game to make it a three-score game going into halftime while not receiving the ball in the second half, that's fine. I can't. I, I don't. I don't feel. You keep saying three-score game like seventeen and twenty-one aren't two different numbers, Charles. Seventeen and twenty-one are two different numbers. One, one you lose the game if they score three times. The other one you tie. So you got to remember that too. You but can't. But you're assuming you're scores. assuming that fourth down play is a touchdown, dude. I'm assuming it because it says fifty-three percent. It says thirty-six percent on the other one. A 53% chance in the NFC Championship game, and you're like, fuck it, let's roll. I don't think the game has anything th- to matter. I think it has everything to do with Bro, the playoffs analytics. have everything to matter. Do you know how many drops the wide receivers have for Kansas City in the playoffs? They led the league in the regular season. Do you know how many they have in total? One. Do you know what Kansas City's defense is ranked in the playoffs right now? Not the regular season, the playoffs. A completely different animal. Two. Do you know what San Francisco's offense is ranked? Two. Right? I mean, it's like we're talking playoffs here, bro. We're not talking regular season. You can make that call in the regular season all day long. I, I don't know. Again, though, two. I'm not upset with any of the fourth down play calls he made. I, and fucking Jared Goff missed the guy wide open on the crosser and attempted the same throw Jordan Love tried. Only got a little closer. That's crazy. The Lions went for it on fourth down 39% of the time during the regular season, the highest rate of any team this century. That's still only 39%, though, man. We, we, we're looking at 39%. Like, that's a big number. No, Charles, they went for it on 39% of fourth downs. Not that they succeeded on 39%. I, no, I, regardless on the words before it, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing Did you just say You just say that's not crazy? 39% of the, your fourth downs is not crazy? I that That's is like not what, six times bro, a that game. Is, that is not what That's I said what at all. That's what you just said. That's I said 39% is a low number. 39% is, is not a lot. It is the most in the NFL, yeah. And they did go for it a lot. Yes, I acknowledge that. You but want them to go for it on 90% of the time? Bro, bro that, listen, no, no, not at all. I'm saying that they didn't go for it. 61% of the time. That's way more than going for it 39% of the time. 
How often? What percentage do you think the Packers go for it on fourth? I don't. I don't know. I, that 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 doesn't that statistically doesn't matter to me in my head coach. It, it doesn't. It, if you don't matter, think they're going for it 39% of the time during a game on fourth down isn't a lot, you, I that's did, a lot. I, bro, I just That's a lot. You. I, I that's a lot. Li okay, listen to me again for the second time. Going for it on fourth down 39% of the time is a lot. But the number 39% isn't a big portion of this pie. There is a 61% portion of the pie that says they wouldn't do it which is way more than saying they would do it. You know, the last team, the closest the last team did, 31% ever, 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 ever. You can't make you, that up. Stats, why? man. Stats. What are you trying to say? I'm saying that they should have went with the MO. They should have went for it. I'm saying I'm not going to let it go because it's bullshit. You don't just decide to change the way. But that you're mad at them for then going for it the very next time when they should have kicked a field goal. I didn't right? say that. I didn't have any money on it. <laughs> you're so confused. I said, why didn't I said, why did you freaking change your mind and, to go and for it? I gave it? you a legitimate thought process. And, and But but no, you should have done it because you did it 39 percent of the time during the regular season. Exactly. How many times did he do it in the playoffs? I don't, I don't know if they faced that many fourth downs. I don't. I don't think they did. Right. So this I falls. Like a, this, I don't think they punted a couple times. So this falls the, definitively uh, in the sixty-one percent over the thirty-nine percent, especially if you're getting a much smaller sample size. So a much smaller sample size in the playoffs, the Detroit Lions may have went for it less than ten percent of the time. So what says that they would have done it in the playoffs moving forward? I mean, we could bring in the regular season. That that would give Lamar more touchdowns and less interceptions. Well, if he just moved his feet, he would add more fucking touchdowns. He the, that here's the thing that killed me about that game more than anything: the yeah. fact that every time that he threw a pick or he threw a stupid pass, he could have took off and ran for twenty yards. Yeah, every time, every time, and it's like he came out of the locker room at halftime like he was a first year player in the league. Look at my first read. It's not there. Head down, wiggle, 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 sack. I don't know what to tell you. Actually, I do. If you listen to me at all, uh, not you specifically, but the listeners, that's exactly who I said Lamar Jackson was in the playoffs, and it's exactly who he played and how he played and who he was in the playoffs. They had to rein him in in the, in the first game, completely cut the eight-yard line and said, don't throw it past this. And we're going to hand the ball off. We don't need to do anything else. It's Houston. When the ball went into Lamar's hands, Kansas City walked away happily. It's yeah, I don't know. If can, I don't know if Kansas City has enough offense to beat the Niners, though. It's crazy. They're two and a half. Baltimore's two, defense was is not that great. They didn't two, look that two. great. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Two. I mean, I'm not. But you know, you know as well as I do. You said it a while ago that. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's the playoffs. It's like if you want to bet against them, you're stupid. It's the thing is that it's the playoffs, and I don't and, and I don't think a lot of people are understanding how different it is in the playoffs than the regular season. You don't have tomorrow well, in the in the in the playoffs, and if you've never, I think a lot of those people don't feeling, realize that either. 
Yeah, if you've never been there with that feeling, you don't play like there's no tomorrow until you realize there's no tomorrow. Detroit next year has a has a great shot at being magical, depending on their OC and D and and uh, defensive coordinator. And how I do like that Camel said that. I like I like the Camel said it's gonna be twice as hard to get back next year because they know those guys are leaving. I think they yeah. I think they know I think they know they're Absolutely. leaving. So, but but now you're no longer the hunted or the hunter. You're the hunted. Oh, you for were sure. an NFC you got, championship. Oh, you've yeah. got a fan. You've got thousands of fans with uh, with 2024 Super Bowl tattoos. Like, oh my God! Did you Christ. see that? Did you see what they it's did? They they spent like hundred grand, mind, dude. I mean, they spent hundred thousand dollars. The line. amount of Jared Goff over the couple of days. It's like, are what the hell are you guys doing? Does reality and y'all not fit well? Right. No. I mean, because I mean that that was that was beyond crazy. We had a four-time MVP, the cheese of cheese. We had the guns of guns. Yeah. We respectfully cheered, pulled our heads up. Karma is a weird fucking fecal mistress, especially when she links up with someone like the football god. You know, fuck with the football gods. Fuck with the football gods. You know what happens? You fumble it. You cut your finger. And then you fuck off the rest of the second half because nobody trusts you. I just... Is that really what it comes down to, though? I mean, what you were saying, and I was arguing earlier, is it a trust thing? It's almost like they lost trust. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Is that, is that partly why they kicked the field goal? You know, just to get points, right? It's human beings. Well, I mean, yeah. and also, too, I mean, you're talking about the Detroit Lions, who their kicker outside of 38 yards, 38 yards and out. They were terrible. They're like the worst. Well, I mean, you would know you had McLaughlin or whatever the hell yeah, his name is. They were, I'm telling yeah. you, they were terrible. It, it was not a guarantee that the Detroit Lions score points outside of the 25 yard line. Well, especially in grass, you know. Absolutely. So, which also puts a little bit of. That's why the field goal didn't field bother goal. me. Yeah, the field goal didn't bother right. me. That hey, thing. my kicker is trash. I need to get him out there and. You know, I mean, it's there's a buttload of different scenarios. The bottom line yeah, about all of them was is that Jared Goff did not perform, and you heard Lamar Jackson say it too, but did not perform like they performed in the regular season. They weren't ready for the playoffs. Right. Six and three at home, six and three away. At the, you know, it's like all you had to do is come out and control the clock. You didn't even have to win the football game. You just had to control the clock. In the right. second half, Lamar Jackson just needed to get Justin Tucker into field goal range four times. That's it. If you would have gotten the ball into field goal range four times, you win the game because Kansas City couldn't do shit in the second half like it was all season long. Kansas City yeah. goes up in the first half, and their defense holds the next team to seven points. That's their average, actually, which is the exact amount the Ravens ended up scoring, seven fucking points. So we'll see the it's most crazy. dominant second. I mean, it, it, this is, this is what I'm going to tell people for the Super Bowl. The year Peyton Manning threw 55 touchdowns, not a fucking person thought the Legion of boom was the Legion of boom until they won that Super Bowl. And then they became the Legion of boom defense wins championships. I don't care what league you're in. I don't care what sport you're playing. I don't care who you talk to. Defense wins championships because you know what? That year, the number one offense went up against the number one defense, and the number one defense won the championship. The next year, guess who had the number one defense, and guess who won the, the Super Bowl? That's right, Peyton Manning and the Broncos. And this year, the San Francisco 49ers are the number two offense coming in against the Kansas City defense 
ranked at number two. If if I know anything about football, I'm going to tell you right now, take this to the bank. Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, and that defense wins another Super Bowl, whether we like it or not. Yeah, but weren't they pretty – they were pretty close in the regular season, though, as far as, like, rankings. I think they were, like, four and five or three and five or some weird shit like that. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know my feeling on the regular season and the playoffs. Once we hit playoffs – I don't talk about the regular season. I don't. Who was the number one? Who was the number one defense in the NFL going into the playoffs? Then? I want to say it was the Ravens. And then and they, they shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. They did. They didn't shit the bed. No, but, Flowers, but in the playoffs, the but the in the playoffs, the better defense yeah. statistically was Kansas City's, not Baltimore's. Now that could be argued. That's because Kansas City played, tested, and battled their way into Baltimore. Like I had mentioned on the pod before, Baltimore wasn't ready. They had the day off, and then they played some not ready Houston team. Worst case scenario for Baltimore was playing that Houston team. They should have part played the, the Browns problem, defense. I think part of the problem too with Kansas City that everybody like is overlooking them too is that they're like, oh, they haven't played a great team. I'm like, yeah, like you said. Baltimore came in, they didn't have to win. They basically, like you said, sleepwalked through that last yeah. game to get there. Kansas City played a good Miami team, regardless of what we said. They were in the playoffs. They won their division, or close to it anyways. Regardless, mm-hmm. that would have had a home game if they won. They're still in the playoffs. The high score, flying, yada, yada, yada. Their offense, much more better. Kansas City's defense, much better. Kansas City comes out on top. The very next game, Buffalo. As much as we laugh about Buffalo, they're a good fucking football team, and they're really hard to beat in Buffalo. And you go in there, and yet your defense stands tall. You know, it's and it's the same scenario. It's like, yeah, Kansas City only scored 17 points because that's all they had to score. Pretty much yeah. the end, the second half of the third, and the rest of the fourth quarter was clock control, which is exactly what the Lions should have been doing. Clock control. Yeah. I can't believe that the Lions went away from the run. Like they just abandoned it completely. Like to, to any run they tried scenario, to run. Is yeah. Same thing happened with Kyle Shanahan, and now the same thing's going to happen with Ben Johnson. You know, I mean, it's 49ers came out and put up 27 points. Right. Um, but the Lions came out and put up seven. So I, I don't, it's like, you know, team's going to show up. Here, Here's the kicker is, yes. If, if if CMC comes out and he plays like the MVP, he wants that Super Bowl. He's never won a Super Bowl. Right. He wants yeah, a Super Bowl. For Carolina almost is a I'm just I saying. Mean, he's been the most if, consistent player. 100 yards, 100 plus yards from scrimmage in both games. Two touchdowns, both games. Showed up. Right. It, balled and out and they, did, they did give up 150 yards on the ground to Baltimore. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean. I think he's the key. I think he's the key yeah, to the game. I agree. It's, it's I, not, I, it's I, not I Kittle, like I said. It's not nope. Kittle. I was just kidding with Kittle. It's not real. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. I understood the reason. I just that thought that was yeah. a really cool Kyle Shanahan take that he's like, hey, man, could be Kittle. Could be Kittle. Right well, well, you know what that's from, right? I do know what it's from, yeah. I was going to say, we were holding Kittle all game, and oh, yeah, fucking yeah. Shanahan was pissed, so went up to the ref and was like, this is his fucking route. Watch what happens. So, because I guess there was this argument between the head coach and the ref about there was no definitive foot planted towards a route direction right so right. shanahan yeah. was like hey motherfucker here's the route watch and sure shit he threw the flag I mean, it was, 
it was fucked up, but it, I mean, yeah, he threw the flag right at his feet too. He's like, here, here you go. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> he wasn't wrong, you know. And right. it was the Green Bay Packers, so don't get me wrong. Did it piss me off? Fucking ass, yeah, it did. It's also why I look. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, penalties are penalties. I mean, it is what it is, yeah. right? It, it, it definitely sucks, but you know, young team. That's you're finding out what you can and can't get away with. I can't believe we didn't have more of those calls. Right. Absolutely. No, I mean, and as as much as people want to feel like they were let down, I mean, two really good football games. I mean, for the 49ers to come back the way they did, I mean, they can obviously score points. They've scored over 25 points in both games against two really good defenses in the playoffs. Not in the regular season, but in the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. I see what you're doing there. Green Bay had a really good defense in the playoffs. I mean, and our our overall our defense wasn't terrible. Tenth uh, in scoring and seventeenth overall. But three years and inch walking move um, improvements isn't going to get you very much. I'm excited for our potential next guy. But I mean, a, a kind of a play by play breakdown of second half scoring. Third quarter, 49ers score a touchdown and a field goal. Uh, Lions score a touchdown and then 49ers score another touchdown. Fourth quarter, 49ers score two more touchdowns. And the Lions scored two touchdowns. So, I mean, the one thing that I've that I've come away with, like, kind of as a as a as a stone statue for me moving forward, as more of a foundational playoff picture, is that if you can take the points in the playoffs, you take the fucking points until the picture tells you otherwise. Yeah. I mean, it's if you're playing against Mahomes and he's up by thirty points, and you're in the halfway through the third quarter. All right, you're not going to be kicking field goals there. You're going to be going for it, right? But it's the playoffs. And so far, so far, the teams that didn't take the points when they could have have lost by the points they could have taken when they should have taken them. Green Bay lost by points they should have taken when they should have taken them. Green Bay's lost by points when they should have taken them. Baltimore lost by points when they should have taken them. I mean, the story continues to be the same thing. You take the fucking points. I, well, that I, Baltimore I just, game, does that Baltimore game really come down to Flowers fumbling in the end zone? I think so. I, well, think so? no, it's the sequence. But, yes, it's the sequence. It's the yeah. taunting 15-yard penalty moving them back. And then the, the, the want and the need and the drive to move forward to try and capitalize on the mistake you made to make up for your team caused that fucking boom flip. Because Kansas City right. then took the ball and went down and scored. Yeah, 100 well, percent You, me, Paul, and Mike talked about it. Arrogance over, you know, ignorance. What are you gonna, you know, you have to make that decision at some point. 100 percent And the thing is, bro, the one the thing a lot of fans need to realize, and it's really hard for them too, is that we are not talking about somebody who would be sitting across the McDonald's from you. We are talking about millionaires, people who are living a life with no first world problems other than the ones they've brought with them or created on the path they're currently on. Right. You can tell people goodbye, John Moran. You can tell people goodbye. You're not where you are today because of them. Under any fucking universal moon, unless some son of a bitch had a gun to your head the whole fucking time. Right? So so I don't want to, yeah. I, I hate this. I hate this talk about Blah, 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 blah. 
right? Because I've seen how a lot of you treat your mothers and fathers. So don't give me no bullshit about I've known this motherfucker for 10 years, 15 years, or none of this shit. You, you fucking do your job. You do what you're paid millions of dollars for. We're not talking about a nine-to-fiver here. Millions of dollars for 28 weeks of effort. Right? We're not talking about a full fucking year here. It's crazy. Well, 28 weeks of effort, 60 minutes of effort. 60 minutes of effort, 18 times if you're lucky. Can't, you, yeah, you can't keep your head on your shoulders for 60 minutes? Come on. So, so I don't want to hear it. I, we, we don't need to change the rules because these kids can't play football for 60 damn minutes. It's, it's befuddling to me. We're talking about millionaires. We're talking about millionaires. And however you want to look at it outside of that, that's more on you than it is anyone else. Yeah, they're people. We're not talking about their feelings. We're not talking about sending them emails. You crazy ass fans sending people all these random ass death threats and shit. You guys are fucking weird. Lollipops out the ass, right? Lollipops. But in the sense of the context of what we're talking about, you stand up and do your job. Nothing more. Be excited with your team. Be excited with the fans. But how dare you try and do anything else? The football gods caught up with you. Call it karma. Call it whatever you want. It's karma. We we saw karma happen on the field a couple times. The cut this past on the weekend. field. The cut on the the finger was karma. The fumble was the football gods. I, I believe that. I believe the football that gods. Inside of me. Yeah, the football gods. They've had some good shows. They've had some good yeah. shows. No, but I do. I, to kind of recap a little bit here, too, right? For those of you who don't completely know, I love to play devil's advocate often. And for the most part, I would say about on 97% of all topics, Patrick and I agree quite a bit. And in definitive color. But, but there are times in that 3% realm where we're saying the same thing, but differently or on the complete opposite side of the table. That's human reaction. That's human inner reaction. See, you got you got Charles's point of view. Yeah, right. And, and Patrick, well, was that's not really my point of view. I was just trying to think of it from the, the other. I side. guess the I guess the Detroit Lions perspective. I don't yeah. know. I'm not well, a absolutely. Fan, but absolutely. And then and obviously you got do. rationale. Yeah, yeah, and that's something we do on this podcast often. Sitting in a damn room with somebody who agrees with you all the time is not fun. It's not enjoyable. I mean, I love my wife, but even she argues with me often, right? So some of the best relationships I've ever seen have conversations that are colorful. And what we do on this podcast take. is many, many, many colorful conversations. We enjoy our fans. We enjoy the interaction. We We try to keep it a little PG for some of you because we understand how much sports means to you and some of the other topics we talk about shout out Denmark and this toxic waste landfill heading towards the Baltic sea. Hopefully they get that figured out. But, uh, Hey, how are you doing? Probably not too well. Yeah. 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 You guys can figure um, that out though. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just passionate sports with a comedic, informative approach so we thank you so much for listening we appreciate you patrick did you have anything else uh, 
No, I was gonna say I was gonna say go Lions, but they're not in it anymore. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I mean, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna give you my pick right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Kansas City by ten. Ten. Kansas City by ten. Yeah, absolutely. There'll be a, there'll be a pick six somewhere for Kansas City that that Brock Purdy throws that he shouldn't. And I'm not saying that because I'm not on Brock Purdy. You know, Pat, and if you listen to the show, I'm a huge Brock Purdy supporter. But I understand well, sure, the at defense. the end of the game, things happen. And Sneed is ridiculous. He is scary. He is big. He is mean. And, uh, yeah, I, I think Sneed's going to get that little picky pick six. He should have had two. I think it's going to come down to the end of the game. I think so. Yeah. I, I think I think it's going to be a one-possession game, like you said, at yeah. the end. And one of these defenses is going to come out and – I don't know. Like I said, I just we can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. No, and Chase Young has been tough. Chase Young has been nothing for the 49ers. I, it, it, he's not even like a body bag to, to help Bosa. I mean, yeah. Bosa was doing a little better because people had to focus a little more on Chase, but then they realized right. Chase has no effort for football anymore. So they're like, well, wait a minute, we need to focus on Bosa. Right. You know, it's just it's crazy to me. They had one conversation. What's it like being back with your homie? I thought it was super off-putting that Bosa was like chill about it, right? It was yeah. weird to me, but I I poked at it as that was Bosa's mentality. But then I realized that wait a minute, Bosa knew this dude at college, and he didn't like the effort. Bosa's an effort guy, right? He's he's yeah. a three sixty-five guy. He's he's yeah. football and food three sixty-five. So if you ain't doing that, you ain't on his level, right? So he's like. Yeah, yeah, y'all hype this dude up, but fuck dirtbag. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we should have like listened that. to him. Like exactly. <laughs> so, but again, thank you guys so much for licking, licking, licking the shit licking. out of it, uh, kicking the, the shit out of it, liking, commenting, um, sharing, clicking, subscribing, all that, all that fun stuff. We appreciate it all. And listen, I know it's it's tough. It's tough just going. Boop. I get it but we appreciate it.